Hi my loves and welcome back to Awakened Conversations with Kate. Today's episode is really really valuable and practical. If you are somebody who is contemplating an investment in yourself, whether that is a personal or a spiritual development type of investment, this episode is for you. I am going to be sharing what to expect when you come to make that decision, perhaps for the first time. And this advice is advice that I wish I was more aware of when I began investing in myself. Because you don't necessarily have people in your vicinity to talk to about this. You know, maybe you are choosing to invest in programs and opportunities that your friends and your family don't. And so they don't have the lived experience to be able to talk you through the process and reassure you that how you're feeling is normal, so on and so forth. So this is advice that I wish that I had given to me when I first started. And also for those of you, because due to the nature of my work as a coach, I do get a lot of messages about the nerves and how do I know if this is right or should I do it, should I not? All those feelings and questions, first of all, let me just say, are so normal and a very natural part of this whole process. So I will be diving into it in much more detail in this episode. You might want to bookmark this one so you can come back to it and use this as a tool that can reground your energy our energy can get quite heightened and a little bit frantic when we're about to place value in something. Rather than just talking it, really putting money where our mouth is and backing ourselves up by placing value with currency. So have this as a bookmark and allow it to assist you in really owning your decision, whether that is a yes or a no. Both can be equally as empowering. Okay, this might sound a little bit rogue, but it's what came into my head. (laughs) So for those of you that like to take care of your eyebrows, you know the saying, it's something like your eyebrows are meant to be sisters, not twins, as in like they're in the same family, but they're not identical. (laughs) I would say, tip number one, this applies to the dynamic between fear and excitement. Let's imagine for a moment that you've come across something online and it's caught your attention. This is an investment opportunity to be involved in a coaching program or some sort of spiritual container. And as you're taking in the information and the opportunity that is available, you're feeling excited, you're reading the information, you're getting a vibe from the the colors, the marketing element of it as well, and all of this information is exciting to you. You've got a feeling inside of, yes, this would support me, this would bring me closer to the life that I want to live, or to being the person that 
I can feel deep down is in there, but isn't shining right now. So you're continuing to scroll, you're taking it in, and you can feel an internal response that is exciting you. And it feels quite safe and easy to be excited right now because you're just imagining it. You're not taking any action. You've just got an idea and the idea is tasty. The idea feels good. This is usually what happens to start with. And then you'll notice a deadline, you know, an application has to be in by a certain time or you have until X date to decide because that's when the program starts. And so maybe you're like, okay, I've got a bit of time to fill this out. And maybe you leave it at that. Or you may notice the price and have a reaction to the price. Because money is a big one, right? Money is a big emotional topic for us. And we're not always so conscious of why we're reactive with money. That is a whole other episode in itself. But money does elicit a reaction from us. And it's a slight gauge around our self-worth, you know, whether we believe we can really be this person that the opportunity is presenting to us. But also there is a practical element to it, of course, you know, do you actually have that money available to you? Now, I'm going to go into that element of it later on in the episode. But for now, what I want you to really sit with is that to begin with, if you're having a positive and excitable kind of response to an opportunity that you've seen, amazing. That is the first thing that you want, right? You want to initially be feeling good about this thing. There's no point going any further if from the get-go you're like, "Mm, I'm not feeling it, there's something off. So you've had that positive experience, let's say. And then comes the point where you're about to hit send on the investment. What normally happens here is the hand, the finger is just hovering. (laughs) It's like, oh, am I going to tap? Am I going to tap? Can I do this? This is when the mind starts creating a bajillion questions that you cannot possibly answer because they're coming up too fast for you to even respond. It's where the limiting beliefs come up. It's where the self-doubt starts to creep in. And I want you to know with all of these, but especially for this one, this is such a normal part of the process. No matter how many times you invest, I've done this many, many times now, that moment still occurs because what you're doing is you're stepping into new territory. You're saying yes to a bigger version of yourself. You're saying yes to a bolder version of yourself. And like I said in the introduction, you're not just saying, oh, I want X, Y, Z for myself. You've now come to this moment in time where if you decide to click the button, you're not just talking it you're putting it into action. You're having your your word and your action match one another. And it can be a little bit like a battle of head and heart at this moment in time. So my advice within this first point is to take a moment 
notice if you have kind of limited the way that you're breathing and just take a few deep breaths. You can even close your eyes, hand on heart or anywhere that feels comforting, grounding. And in your mind or out loud, remind yourself, I am choosing this. I am choosing this. You know, you're making a really brave step forward into a space of new possibility. Nothing can change without something changing. And you in this moment are making that change for yourself. You're saying, I am ready for more. I'm ready to see what more I am capable of. And a lot of what investing in yourself has to do with is not logic. (laughs) It isn't logical. It's not coming from the brain that just wants to keep you safe. It is coming from the heart space. It's coming from that deeper, more spiritual part of yourself that is believing in what it cannot yet see. You're believing in what you cannot yet see. And in many ways, that doesn't make logical sense, does it? But as those of you who follow this podcast, you'll have heard me say it in other episodes, you know, remember back when you were a baby, there are so many things that you do now without even consciously having to put any effort into it that once upon a time were not possible, but because you believed and you kept trying, it's now second nature. And this empowered relationship with change can continue into adult life. So my first piece of advice to start drawing this one to a close is to remember that there is a relationship between excitement and fear. If you didn't care about this thing, if it had no value to you, the nerves would not rise because it's inconsequential. So allow your nerves to be a signal that you are stepping forward for something that has gravity to you for something that matters to you and isn't that a beautiful thing and within this first piece of advice also the relationship between head and heart head wants to keep you safe it's going to think of all the things that could go wrong because that's its function right keep you safe keep you in uh keep you surviving heart Heart is deeper, heart is braver, heart is unique to you and more concerned with how you get to thrive, not only survive, but thrive in this lifetime. Take time to breathe and to be in connection with your body and feeling and not only your head and the worst case scenario. A powerful question you can sit with and ask yourself in this moment is how does my heart have me show up here? And it will on occasion say no or pause. Sometimes it's not that the program or the opportunity is wrong, but it might be a case of timing. Sometimes we have enough on our plate and actually the heart will say, just wait, you know, there's going to be another chance. And other occasions you'll feel inside, if you've got that connection with your body, that that little nudge that's saying, give this a try. This is going to support you. Number two is to, (laughs) number two 
is about resistance and it's similar to nerves but different same same but different and resistance is more than likely going to show up as part of the investment process similar reasons to point number one you are confronting your edge you are standing at the the gate of your comfort zone and it's now the decision as to whether you open the gate and step forward and realize there is so much more in front of you that you can play and enjoy with did that make sense <laughs> that you can play with and enjoy or you allow the resistance to keep you in your sphere of reality. And I'm not making that wrong. As I already said, sometimes the most empowering decision is no, or no, not right now. And you'll feel in your body and you will get more familiar with this process the more that you go through it. So I'm just going to break down, some of you may be aware of this already, really, really basic insight into your nervous system, into the brain, so that you can understand why resistance comes up. And I'm also going to break down some of the main ways that it can show up so that you can have that awareness around your behavior and be like, oh, I'm doing that thing. I'm resisting here. And what does my heart want me to do? Is this a time to move forward? Is it a time to pause? you know, check in with yourself and you can be in that space of making an informed and empowered decision that you can really back fully. As I touched on earlier, primarily your brain is functioning to keep you alive and therefore it likes predictability because it's easier to keep you safe when you know what to expect. If you're thinking about investing in yourself, really keep close in your frame of reference that essentially what you're choosing is to step things up from surviving and having an average okay life and beginning to move forward for that experience of flourishing and thriving and creating something on purpose. So it is very normal that your brain is going to Think of excuses and try and find reasons as to why this isn't a fit for you. So remember that that part of you that's doing that, it's not to make it wrong, it's to realize it's trying to keep you safe. But your evolution is concerned with moving from just being safe into really enjoying, really having incredible experiences. And coupled with this, Many of you will be aware of our fight, flight, or fawn response. Become more aware of when you feel resistant, how does your nervous system respond? Do you start to create reasons to fight? Either yourself, you know, maybe you start fighting internally about how you're not good enough and you start being really harsh and critical with yourself, maybe not even directly about this investment, but you may find that your tone of voice, your internal tone of voice becomes harsher with yourself because it's almost like, well, who do you think you are to step forward for this? And that could spike out in all different ways internally. And of course, 
if you live with someone, if you're in a relationship, this can also be picking fights, being a bit more snappy and short-tempered with people. Maybe you are in the fight response. For others, it could be flight. You might be like, oh my God, I'm out. You know, you might start being really avoidant. Even though you care about this thing, you might begin to push it away, even though it keeps cropping up in your mind as something that you want to look more into and take action on. You just keep ignoring your own inner wisdom, your own kind of signal of like, hey, this thing matters, like, I want you to remember it. And you keep trying to bypass that because the brain is like, no, we're going to keep you safe. We're just going to keep ignoring that. Or you might go into this space where you become over anxious and you ask just so, so many questions, either just to yourself or to the person who will be running the program because your brain is trying to start controlling the experience, starting to try and predict and also probably look for a reason as to why this isn't going to work. It could be as silly as, oh, the time of the call is at 4pm, that time doesn't suit me. And there are occasions where that genuinely could be the case, but also that's just a signal to how much this thing is of value to you at that point in time. Is it really that inconvenient for you to be on a Zoom call at 4pm for maybe like six weeks? I don't know, you have to decide that. But where there's a will, there's a way that's a saying for a reason and I have personally invested in a program that I think this was in 2020 uh the woman who ran it lived in LA and it meant I was getting up (laughs) at 2 a.m well I think uh, from recollection I ended up just not going to bed I realized that was easier but I was meeting people on zoom at 2 a.m for like an hour and a half, sometimes it went longer, and I did it because I saw the value in what was being offered. I bought into that value. I placed enough importance on it where I created action and solution rather than allowing it to be an excuse as to why it wasn't right for me. Now, There would definitely be, and there may even have been, I don't remember them because I didn't invest in them, other containers at the exact same time, 2am UK time, where I look at it and I'm like, no. And so what I'm really trying to bring home here is to own, own the value that you're placing on an experience. Like, are you really, really wanting this? Or are you only wanting this if it's convenient? So my second piece of advice is to get to understand how your own way of relating to resistance shows up so that you have that springboard of awareness to move through resistance and to realise when the resistance is trying to keep you safe but the heart does desire this thing, versus when you're feeling resistance because it's actually just not something you're interested in. 
And the safety piece leads me really beautifully onto my next point, which is in and amongst change, in and amongst this decision to stretch your reality to something broader, to something bigger, the most amazing thing you can do for yourself is up your self-care practices and allow your nervous system to feel as safe and held as possible whilst you're making changes. Obviously, you can do this in the way that feels right for you. Some of my personal practices are hand to heart, making sure that there is time at the start of my day to be still in meditation, hand over heart, allowing the body and the heart to be open and step into the day as well as the head for the reasons I've already explained. You can also do tappings, EFT, finding resources that um, work with affirmative statements that support your vision statements and affirmations that support where you wish to see yourself go really installing this belief system of yes I'm capable I can do this I am worthy of this and also journaling is a really great tool as well getting any of those worries out onto paper and having that slightly detached perspective when it's on paper and you can read back your thoughts it can be a really useful way to actually gain a bit more perspective and realize, oh, okay, I can handle this or however it applies to what comes out. So journaling, stillness, connecting with your body and allowing your nervous system to feel safe amongst the change. Honestly, that's probably the most important one, I would say. And my penultimate piece of advice is around money. A lot of the time, money feels like it is the defining factor in a decision because these coaching programs, for the most part, they're not, you know, you're investing a significant amount, upwards of a grand usually. There are two elements to this and I'll start with the practical side of what to do if you don't quite have the money together that is allowing you to pay in full. And perhaps even, you know, you could put down a deposit or do the payment plan and even that feels like a bit of a stretch. I myself in the past have received coaching from a potential coach that I was going to work with. It's a lot of coaching, coaches. I have in the past received some coaching. So firstly, you can open up dialogue with the person, right? They should want to talk to you if you're a potential client and be genuine in their response to you. And the advice that I once received that did really serve me well was the insight that any choice has the opportunity to either empower or disempower and it is down to you as the individual to know how you will respond to the the challenge, to the stretch. What was meant by that is under pressure, how do you respond? If you take on something that is slightly out of your current um, budget, are you the type of person who responds positively to challenge and will seek out ways to create and to fill that gap? Or are you the type of person that's going to feel really stressed and overwhelmed and therefore 
not really be able to even show up to the program, to the opportunity well, because you're feeling stressed. Because in society, people take out credit, people take out loans often for holidays to finance a car, to put down a payment on a mortgage. And so it is possible to use those means as a way to support your dreams. You might want to use a credit card towards a payment. You might decide to take out a small loan. Only you can know what's going to feel supportive and what is actually going to leave you feeling disempowered, as I said. So there is that practical side to it around whether you genuinely can or cannot afford it. Now alongside it is the more energetic, esoteric part, which is you. It's like you're gaining access to a new level in a game, right? So the moment that you step forward is the moment that you come into this new level and the fear dissolves through action. So you do want the investment to feel like a bit of a stretch, in all honesty. It shouldn't feel comfortable. You shouldn't just be able to click send on the payment and have no reaction to it whatsoever because you're not moving into a new reality. Part of the investment process is that initiation of, right, I am placing big value here. And in the past, I have likened this to the difference between how you care for a £10 pair of sunglasses that probably get sat on all the time, you lose them and you buy 10 pairs of £10 sunglasses a year versus how you treat a 500 600 upwards pair of sunglasses, how well they get taken care of. And the same applies here for your personal growth and investments. Placing big value isn't really even about who you're giving the money to. Of course, you want to make sure you're giving the money to a reputable person. But what I mean is, it's more about you saying and taking ownership of this is how much this matters to me. And because it's big value, I'm going to show up. I'm going to really pay attention to this experience because I have put a lot of value behind it with my money. Some of you, I'm sure, will be able to relate to free challenges and opportunities that you may have signed up for. Perhaps it's been tons of them. And how many of those free experiences did you even attend? And if you attended them, did you fully pay attention or were you also multitasking and doing other things? Versus the times where you have paid, whether that was for a workshop or for a retreat. You know, when we're placing value with our money behind something, we do, we simply do just pay more attention to it. So when it comes to money, know that those two parts exist together. You've got the practical side of can you afford this? Yes, you want it to be a bit of a stretch and for you to get creative and resource in ways that perhaps you haven't before because that is part of you literally becoming this new person who doesn't give up at the first hurdle and then there is the energetic piece that is coexisting with it around how you are able to rise to challenge and understanding your way of doing that 
And is this going to stretch you too thin? Or is it going to really mould you into that bolder, bigger version of who you can be? And the last thing, which is absolutely not the lowest on the list, is to acknowledge and celebrate you for not being one of the many who is just chat, 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 talk, 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 complain, complain, complain about what they wish were different and how they wish their life could be. But you are one of the rare people who realizes the power is in your hands and you were taking that power, you were taking responsibility and you were walking it, not just talking it. And that is where transformation and dreams come true. We cannot theorize our way into a new reality. We get to bring our body into it. We get to bring new actions into it to experience new results. And so whenever you do come to the time where you invest in yourself, please really acknowledge that. Acknowledge that you are doing something really incredible. You're saying yes to an even bigger quality of life. You're saying yes to expanding the realms of possibility and you will always be rewarded for that. It is an investment. That word is used for a reason. It comes back to you tenfold and obviously it depends slightly on the type of investment you're making but in terms of my coaching, in terms of the coaching industry, if you have trust in the coach, if you can see their authenticity, if you're believing in what they are offering, that investment and all of the things you learn through the experience are with you forevermore. The financial investment comes back to you tenfold. It is not a gamble. It is an investment. And when you choose to make it, celebrate yourself. Mark the occasion, you know, make a deal of it. Make a big deal of it. So often in society, it's, we're told like, oh, just keep it hush-hush, don't make a big deal. Let yourself make a big deal out of it if that feels right for you. Mark the occasion in a way that feels good for you and witness your own evolution. Wrapping this up, as I said at the start, know that these feelings of nerves, excitement, resistance, and then action, whether that action is a yes or a no, are a very natural part of the investment process. No matter how many times you do it, you'll move through these waves of feeling and you simply get more skilled in riding those waves. If you are interested in being in a coaching container at the moment, do check out my website because I have both my Aligned Accelerator and my Spiritual Alignment private coaching programs open. The Aligned Accelerator is a two-month journey the spiritual alignment is three months and then come September my group program the field will be starting as well. Stay connected with me on Instagram at Awakened with Kate and please do let me know how this episode lands get into my DMs I love hearing from you I love hearing where you even listen to these episodes (laughs) and do consider leaving me a rating or review it does help so much. 
Until next time, have a fabulous day or evening and I will see you in the next episode.